This is the Salt Podcast with me, Keith Mora, and my guest, multi-sport athlete and state qualifying golfer, Grayson Clark. Welcome, Grayson. Thanks for having me. Today, Grayson Clark is joining me on the podcast, and we're going to discuss the big moments in athletics and how he handled them. This past golf season, Grayson was not only a first-team golfer in the league, but also advanced to the state golf tournament. In that two-day tournament, he finished day one in second place uh, and then finished the tournament, uh, I believe, in, was it 18th? 19th, 19th place. Tried to give you an extra place there. Um, but still, nonetheless, r- remarkable uh, year. I just wanted to talk with you about uh, some of the things that, that went through your mind throughout the entire golf season, uh, just how it started, how it finished, what were the the ups and downs, how does a golfer mentally stay in uh, after a bad shot. I know when I golf, it's it's never a pretty thing. So it's it's usually just a whole bunch of downs and very very few ups, um, and a lot of me yelling for at people cruising by on the golf carts. Um, so let's just start. Uh, walk me through the season. Uh, were there low moments for you? How did how did things go when you started off the year? Yeah, so my senior year was uh, <clears throat> definitely a roller coaster. Um, I ended up shooting one of my highest scores in my high school career. It was just a constant grind to get back to my peak form. And luckily I peaked at the right time and made it to the state. So it was a successful season, but for sure. Yeah, definitely a real quick roller coaster. So early in the year, you have high expectations. Uh, you've done well in the past. Uh, as a junior, you made it to districts. So, I mean, you had high expectations. What's it look like early on in the season when when maybe you're not reaching that that expectation that you think you should have for yourself? Um, for me, I'm always a critic, you know, biggest critic on myself. Um, just constantly trying to get my swing to where it should be. It was a challenge, but coach helped me through it, and I ended up getting there again. Do you have moments where when, when you walk out onto – uh, a tee box and you're lined up against another golfer. Does, does that play into your head where, where maybe the guy you're up against that day or who who's teeing off with you that day is a previous, you know, district qualifier, maybe state qualifier versus somebody who's maybe you can tell is, is, you know, a sectional golfer, but not really anything more than that. Um, competition might've affected me back in my, you know, underclassmen years, but I'd say my senior year for sure. And, sort of my junior year I started to just develop like focusing on myself didn't really care who I was playing with could have been playing with Tiger Woods could have been playing with you know someone who's never played before and it wouldn't have affected my game so I guess Pl- playing against Tiger would not have affected your game no. <laughs> that's excellent <laughs> uh he, he may have been teeing off from a different tee box I think he'd probably been a little bit further back um and, and we'll talk about your tee off because I mean there there was a moment where where you looked very Tiger esque uh, in the state tournament where where you you drove a ball I think further than your coach thought you you could do or maybe anyone else around thought you could do. Yeah, so that's that's incredible. So we'll we'll definitely get to that point. Um, so describe to me what was going through your mind. Uh, when you were in a three-way tie for sectionals, uh, the backstory to that being one of the golfers in that three-way tie was your brother, which makes it incredibly interesting. How how's that play out? Um, yeah, I think it brought even more competitiveness out of me. But um, 
I honestly didn't realize the impact that last hole had because, you know, after I was thinking that could have been my last hole of golf for high school ever if I didn't. But during it, I wasn't focused on that. I was just focused on the next shot, stayed true to my game and didn't let anything else affect me. Sure. So when, when, how much of, of being an individual sport athlete plays into the mental game? Cause you kind of keep saying it, like you focus on your own shot. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot of self-talk. Um, I played tennis in high school, so I understand like there's, there's a whole different component than when you're playing on a team sport where some of that talk that has, that has to happen, uh, is, is happening in your own head. And, it, and maybe it was just me. Maybe I was a, a crazy person cause I'm always talking to myself, but, um, they say you're not crazy unless you answer your questions in t- inside your head. So, but I mean, how, how do you, how do you handle the self-talk moments? Like what's your trick to getting yourself, you know, through it, through a three-way tie, but also when, when, when it's just not going well, what, what's your trick? What do you do? Well, um, it's a stupid saying, but my mom has told me in the past kiss, keep it simple, stupid. Started to, uh, try to develop my game and live by that for my game. I think it helped, um, but just not trying to make things complicated, not worrying about, you know, the other outside components. Sure. Just keeping it as simple as possible. So give some advice to that, that young golfer who's coming into the program for the first time, or even any other athlete that that's coming into a, a program as a freshman um, where maybe the stakes are high maybe they're maybe the stakes aren't high and they're looking at playing early because maybe the the team's numbers are low what does that person need to to focus on like what's what what do they need to have going on inside their mind to help them be successful as a, as a young athlete well for golf in particular it's frustrating starting out it's um it's really hard to pick up you know you have to constantly practice perfect your game but just, you know, staying determined, driven, you know, competitive, all important for, you know, getting better each day. Sure. Doesn't happen overnight. Sure. All right. So talk to me a little bit about what does an off season look like for somebody who has high expectations and is, and is preparing for their senior year. What's that look like out of you? Well, I had a younger brother who uh, pushed me every day. That helped. But uh, we would try to get to the range, play nine, play 18, play 36 even. Uh, just constantly playing golf, you know, every day that we could. And um, we started entering into tournaments around the Northern Ohio League. And there was some good competition. It opened my eyes a little bit to uh, – to what it was like to play at the next level if I wanted to. And um, yeah, it was just a great experience in the off season continually playing golf. What was it like having your brother being a part of that? Not everyone gets that opportunity. I think it's something we'll look back on and, you know, be like, wow, we played golf for how many years together and fought over the stupid stuff. But, you know, we grew bonded together. It's a great experience. You know, something I'll always remember. Sure. What was the when when you say there was some some really stiff comp- competition and some of those off season uh, moments were those people that you saw again in, in this regular season or at the state tournament and and how did that 
give you confidence when you did see them, if you did? There were familiar faces for sure. Um, you know, it, it uh, opened my or It helped to know that, you know, I could compete with them, whether it be in the summer tournaments or if it was later in the season at the state tournament. And it was just, it was, it was good to see familiar faces because it showed that other people cared like I did. Sure. Sport. Let's talk a little bit about uh, when you went to state. So the big moment comes um, weird situation because we weren't all the way out of the, the COVID-19 window where, you know, where a student could get, you know, shut down for a period of time. Um, what was it like the week leading up to the tournament? How did you prepare how were you mentally? Did you do anything different practice-wise? Like, what's it look like at that point in the year for you? So I tried to keep the same schedule, try to keep everything normal, but the jitter started the week before, you know, just anticipating the tournament, you know, being the first person to go to the state tournament. I was like, I can't disappoint my school, all that stuff. So there was a little bit of doubt, but a lot of people helped me through, you know, got me excited for the tournament and calm my nerves down as best they could. Sure. So I, I think I saw you eating, eating lunch those days in, in coach Humphrey's office just so you could avoid being around students so that no, no possible sickness got passed along to you. There was a lot of precautions taken. Um, so you're saying nothing different in terms of practice though, which is, I think kind of common, right? Like, yeah. Don't, 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 don't change what you, what you've been doing. Cause it's been working for you. Um, so you get down to Columbus, uh, and it becomes very real, right? Like you're, you're there, you're, you're at the course, you're around all these other golfers who, you know, are legit golfers. What's that do in, in, in your mind when, when you, when you show up on the course the first time for that first practice round and, and the guy over next to you looks just as good, if not better the guy to your, your other side looks just as good, if not better. What's that look like for, for someone? Uh, taking it all in was a lot, but, you know, kind of the story of my senior year, kind of keeping the blinders on and staying down my path, not letting anyone else, you know, get in the way of that, try to stay focused on myself. Because, you know, when you start thinking of the other players, you know, that could affect your game. And I just try to stay away from that as, as all possible. Excellent. That's a good answer. Um, so you, you, you walk up to the tee box the first time, and I know this, this might feel repetitive, but you walk up to the tee box for the first time, and this isn't at Oak Harbor golf course in August. You know, this is at the Ohio state golf course and it's, it's the state tournament. What's that first tee off look like? Well, my first thought was just, don't shank it. <laughs> don't miss the ball. Don't, don't miss. <laughs> but as soon as the first tee shot went up, and it wasn't my best shot, but it was workable. I just sigh relief. Like, all right, let's go play my game. The hard part's over. Nervous. All the jitters will go out, and we'll be fine. Yeah, I, I think that's that statement right there is so important, and that's what I think more people, especially young athletes, need to hear and understand is that nervousness doesn't last the entire course of a game or a match. It's really just your own internal fear really of like what you said, don't miss the ball. Don't shank this. Like it's, it's 
in some ways it's the negative self-talk it's it's you know a football player saying don't miss the opening opening plays tackle or um a basketball player saying you know don't don't miss the first jump shot like once you get that out of the way we're just playing the sport again and it's it's what you've been doing you know for the majority of your life so at that point it's just supposed to be easy right or at least natural um so what came over you when you when you blasted a golf ball nearly off of uh the continental u.s so what what hole were you on what was the what was the drive length and i'll tell you the backstory about what mr miller was was thinking as you walked up to the tee which you might know that story anyway so it was, i think it was the fifth hole big par five big fairway to hit so i was you know letting the big dog eat all that <clears throat> And I didn't realize it, but so when I hit the tee shot, you know, I felt good about it. Thought it was a good one, but I didn't realize how big. Saw the bounce. I was like, oh, could be down there a ways. And so we get down there to my ball. We're walking. We're walking. The other player's saying, I'm waiting. And I see my ball down. There's a creek or pond. And I'm like, coach, is that 400 yards to that pond? No, that's like 450 yards. Opened my eyes, you know, I was an awestruck. I didn't realize I could hit it that far. And the official comes over and tells us, you know, you just hit the farthest ball in the tournament. I didn't believe it, but it was a, it was a cool feeling. Yeah, no doubt, man. Um, what'd you end up finishing on that hole? I think it was a birdie. I two putted for a birdie, got it on after that shot. And it was a good feeling. It, I think it changed my game to where I was comfortable at the state tournament now, finding my groove, and it helped me get to where I was on the first day after the tournament. Yeah, sure. I mean, if that if that's hole five and that's an 18-hole, you know, day one round, being in your groove a, a, after the fifth hole is a pretty good feeling, right? Like, like yeah. th- things are things are moving here for us. You know, we're, we're, we're feeling all right. Um, I'd be interested to know, what the other golfers who were golfing in the same group as you, what their self-talk was at that point or what, what was going through their mind at that point? Do you guys talk at all while you're out there golfing? Maybe in, um, you know, league matches that are not as serious. I didn't talk to the state tournament um, players as much just because they were focused on their game. I was focused on mine. Sure. But I do remember them coming up to me saying, dude, how did you do that? I've never done it, but obviously then that was my first. And I was like, I just, same swing, just, I guess I got lucky a little. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So there, there wasn't, there wasn't any conversation. I, I'd still be interested to know, you know, what, what their self-talk was, you know, do, do they start to doubt themselves, you know, where, you know, if their drive came up, you know, 200 yards shorter than that you know do they start thinking like wow is this the way it's going to be all day long like is this guy just going to outdrive me every single time and i'd be interested to know what what they were thinking at that same time because it it definitely plays into it a little bit you know if you're out there on the basketball floor and the kid pulls up for three you know eight feet off the three-point line you start thinking to yourself like geez this kid's got range all over the court like i got to come out and, and cover him you know out by half court it starts to change the way you think about you know the game a little bit um, so I would be interested to, to see what, what that looked like from, from their perspective. Um, so, okay. So, so day one at the state tournament, um, you finished off, was it second for the day? Is that how that worked? Second, maybe fourth, but yeah, we'll go second. 
Okay, we'll go with second. I think it was. Um, so that's maybe even harder than opening the tournament, right? Because now there's an expectation that you've you've set you've set the bar for the day. Um, whereas opening the tournament, you could have gone in and just completely looked out of your league, but you made the state tournament and everyone's still happy about the fact that you made it. Instead of talking about Grace and Clark, the state qualifier, we're we're starting to have conversations back home about is great Grace and Clark gonna also be a state champion or state placer? Like how's this how's this gonna look? So what's it look like on day one as, as you're walking off the course sitting in, in in the number two spot? So obviously I'm thrilled knowing that I'm you know top of the leaderboard, but um the amount of pressure I felt, I think that's the the biggest cause for why I didn't stay at the top of the leaderboard the second day. I just, I let it get to me a little bit. I wasn't focused on, you know, the fun aspects of the game. I was more focused on putting all the pressure on myself and saying, you can't mess up. And looking back, I changed my mindset to, you know, having fun. You're at the state tournament, you know, who cares what you do? It's kind of what happened on the first day. If I did that the second day, I think the story would have been a little different now. Sure. So a, a lot of a lot of pressure. I'm I'm assuming a lot of negative self talk on on bad shots. What's that look like? And how how do you how do you think you come back out of that? If you could go back and redo it. So that's always been my biggest problem, at least starting golf. I was always a uh, you know down on myself. You know, let the bad shots get to me, ruin my game. Um, Coach Humphrey has been a you know, he was a great help with me. I think he really matured me as a golfer. And first day showed, you know, I got over the bad shots, didn't let it affect me. The second day it happened and I just went back to my old habits of not letting go. Sure. And it's it's hard. It's it's one of those things that you even see at the at the pro level where this great golfer just puts together a really a really down day after after having a lot of uh, success and it's, it's sometimes like it snowballs on you so like you can get over one bad shot or you know one missed tackle or one missed uh you know rebound or whatever the case may be in, in any of the different sports a strikeout or whatever but when they start to compound on top of each other it really starts to affect you mentally um and that's where i think what, what you were initially saying early on about you know, the, the message that your mom gave you and, and being able to just resimplify it and just get back to like the very basic. And, and, um, some people say getting back to the fundamentals, like just checking the things that you can check and making sure that those things are being done correctly so that you can start to try to find your way out of the, the rut that you're in because you see it all the time in, in, in golf, uh, any individual sport really, um, you see it in baseball all the time where a great hitter goes on this stretch of like, 15 straight strikeouts and it's like how is this guy striking out so much he's he's a he's a great hitter well he's in a rut he's he's making it too complicated he's not seeing the ball or um you know maybe in golf you're, you're not seeing the hole correctly but then again i'm not the person to give golf advice that's for sure <laughs> if it was a pond that i was aiming for i'd be i'd be world class but um but that's not the case so um so what would you want a younger athlete to, to know about big moments like this. We haven't had a state placer or state qualifier here uh, in quite some time. So what's that message? What would you tell them? Um, you know, whatever the platform may be, whether it be the state tournament or a simple league match against your rival team, 
don't change anything about your game, whether it be in golf or any other sport. Play like you've always played and just, as I've said a couple times, keep it simple. You know, don't stick to the basics, fundamentals, and good things will happen. I love that message. Uh, the other thing that I heard you say, and I'm, I'm thrilled that you said it, was you said when you got to the state state tournament, you just wanted to have fun. And at the end of the day, that's what sports are supposed to be, right? I mean, high school sports, 95, 98, 99% of athletes aren't getting Division One scholarships, aren't getting any scholarships. Um, so what's the point? If the point is just to get a scholarship and move on to the next level and play there, well, there's going to be a lot of people upset, you know, 99%, 98%, whatever the number is, is going to be let down and upset. The, 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 the key, I think, is to make sure you're out there still having fun. That's what it's supposed to be about. So whatever the sport is, find a way to, to make sure you're having fun. Um, winning is fun, obviously. So, you know, if, if, if you had run through the following day, you know, running through it the way you did in the first day and you finish off, you know, top three in the state, you would have had a lot of fun. A lot of things would have went well for you that day and, and all things golf related that day would have been a great time. But what about the day that, that it's not going that way day two, or like you had mentioned earlier on the roller coaster that, that was your senior year, those down days are the down days fun. Well, initially you're going to say no, because you lost or, or because you, you messed up on a bunch of shots, but how do you as an athlete make sure that you get back to a point of making it fun again? Because that's, that should be the goal ultimately is to have fun in athletics. So Grayson, is there anything else you want to add? Uh, any advice you want to give to younger athletes and on self-talk or, or anything athletics wise? You know, I think I've said it as much as I, I mean, I'll say it again, but um, you know, just, the fundamentals, basics, simplicity, all keys to just, you know, the bigger platform of like a state tournament, it'll help you and it'll make the sport fun for you still while you also probably be competing and hopefully winning at whatever you're doing. Absolutely. All right. Well, Grayson, I appreciate you being on today. Uh, I wish you all the best as you, you go on to the next adventure, as you graduate high school here. Uh, Hopefully our, our athletes took something from some of these lessons that, that you've been able to provide um, in person and then also on this podcast. I know I know you've probably had a larger impact on other athletes than what than what maybe you think. And ultimately, uh, the impact that, you, that you've left on them will show in the years to come, especially on the golf course. I, I really believe that there are golfers who are better because they were around you on the course the last couple of years. So, um, so I wish you all the best. Thank you. You're welcome.